0: Hi everyone, I'm Pastor Eric.
1: And I'm Kelsey.
0: And we're here to welcome you back to another exciting episode of The Good News in Harry Potter. Today we'll be talking about chapter five, Gilderoy Lockhart. So Kelsey, what did you like about this chapter?
1: I really enjoyed, I mean one, the howler that Ron receives is just kind of hilarious to see Ron get taken down a peg from feeling so proud of his and Harry's adventures and stealing the car, but I also like that it just solidifies the fact that Molly Weasley is the powerhouse of the Weasley household. Like that, that is definitely a matriarchal household
0: for sure. And it as the howler goes off, I'm just thinking of if this is how bad Ron got it. I wonder how bad Arthur. Got oh, it. yeah. I mean, could you imagine them coming to that car and it being gone? No. This apparently illegal, bewitched car that Arthur had, you know, done all sorts of stuff to is just gone.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For sure, Arthur was definitely receiving his own howler in person for the I'm Holly surprised Leslie.
0: Arthur is still alive.
1: Well, I'm surprised that Molly even feels bad that, like, he's facing an inquiry at work. Or she's probably just using that to, like, make Ron feel bad, even more so about what he did. But I can see Arthur coming home and telling Molly, like, yeah, I'm kind of in trouble at work. And Molly being like, well, what do you expect? It's your fault.
0: Yeah, and, you know, uh, you have to think about the financial turmoil that this could possibly put Mm -hmm. the wheezy's in. And as far as we know, Arthur is the only source of income that's coming into that household. Yeah. And so Ron putting his dad's job at jeopardy, man, that's high stakes.
1: Yeah. Definitely you understand why Molly is as upset as she is.
0: Now what I really liked was I absolutely love Gilderoy Lockhart. Even the, the name Gilderoy. Yeah. It it conveys a certain ambiance, you know. And the way that Jackie Rowling has painted the, this character is just fabulous turquoise rose, robes, a greatly, you know placed hat, and the way that he carries himself. And in every conversation, somehow, the moment he shows up, it is suddenly about him.:
1: Yeah, he definitely just puts off this whole aura of dripping with self-confidence and ego.
0: Yeah, and uh, by the end of this chapter, it might not be earned self confidence.
1: Yeah, we do kind of see that maybe he's not that great at practicing magic.
0: Yeah, and I just love that his pop quiz is all about what like these little minute lines from in his book, Mm -hmm. like what would be my favorite birthday present or. You know, uh, uh, what's my favorite thing to drink? These are the things that he's asking these students to see if they read the book. Not like anything that might have transfixed them. Like, how did I defeat this werewolf? You know? Nothing about actually
1: practicing magic. I also really like that his favorite color is lilac. And he also is described as wearing turquoise robes. Because both of these colors kind of seem to be a little more... Like prestigious than just like oh you know my favorite color is purple or he was wearing blue like they're very descriptive fancy colors that add to this whole idea of how wonderful he is
0: 100 percent gilderoy lockhart owns a color wheel oh yeah and swirls it around and picks his colors of the day So, Gilderoy kind of consumes this chapter a lot. Um, We have this undertone of vanity that runs throughout. Mm -hmm. And it's largely centered upon Gilderoy and how he seems to be drawing Harry in to his own vanity.
1: Which is funny because he keeps kind of blaming Harry and claiming that Harry is being egotistical or, oh, you know... You shouldn't be handing out signed photographs of you and your, your fame is not as big as my fame. And it's just funny that he keeps putting all of this stuff onto Harry that he's actually guilty of himself.
0: Yeah. Cause you know, you can tell that he loves the fame. He yeah. loves the fact that there's all these witches and wizards out there that fawn over him and uh, uh, will buy his books on mass and, you know, he carries a stack of photographs ready to be signed at a moment's notice.
1: Yeah, and hasn't he already mentioned twice that he was voted, like, best smile for five years in a row?
0: Yeah, you can almost tell that, like, the Order of Merlin, third class, that's... Like, he starts off with that one. Yeah. You know, he, he that's not the thing he's most proud of. No. Um, and, you know... The way Colin kind of comes up into this and represents this idea of fandom. Like, you know, Lockhart might have like the droves out there, but, mm-hmm. you know, we get a little microcosm with this with Colin Creevy and how he's seemingly starstruck around Harry.
1: Yeah, and it's funny because it's kind of the first time, aside from book one, where we saw Harry first get entered into the Wizard New World and everybody knew who he was. We didn't really see Harry deal with any, like, super fans. Um, and so this is the first time that Harry's really dealing with a fan and this kind of idea of, like, being followed everywhere you go.
0: Yeah, and Harry's reaction to this fandom seems quite different than Gilderoy's. Gilderoy embraces it and almost becomes a caricature of it, yes. you know. And Harry seems to be, much like in that photo that was taken, yeah, trying to push himself away from it.
1: Yeah, to the point that Harry at one point even pretends he doesn't know who Colin is.
0: Uh, that was a little mean. Yeah. But I,
1: I do like to see how there is this contrast of Lockhart, who's so just wrapped up in his own ego that it's surprising he even notices anyone else is in the room, versus Harry, who is embarrassed by somebody wanting to take his picture. Um, Anytime that Lockhart comes over and starts accusing him of feeding into this fandom and fame, he gets really frustrated and just wants to get away from the situation as quickly as possible.
0: And I'm 100% sure that Lockhart only notices when Harry is in the room. Oh, yeah. You know, game gotta recognize game.
1: Yeah. Or really, it's more like Game, got to recognize competition.
0: Competition, yes. So this idea of vanity just keeps on hitting us again and again and again throughout this chapter. And it kind of draws me into um, this book from our wisdom literature called Ecclesiastes. And uh, in this, there's a refrain that keeps on being repeated again and again and again throughout the book. And it goes, Vanity, vanity. Vanity all is vanity such is the dust like the wind saying that we constantly fill our lives with all these things that are talked about in the book whether it be knowledge or wealth or fame or you know pursuits and fun but if that's all we kind of recognize in ourselves in this world and fill ourselves up with it we just we're still really empty. And I think we see this in Gilderoy. Um, Gilderoy is just, he's almost not like a real person. He has no depth or dimension. He's someone that's completely wrapped up in this solitary part of himself. And the point of the book of Ecclesiastes is that while we pursue our lives and, then you know, come across these various things, whether it be uh, intellect or fame or fun or fortune, we have to remember of where we are in the universe and our place in it as children of God. And keeping that in the forefront of our minds while we do these pursuits, humbles us and lets us to be full people, living and le- and experience our lives in a way that is glorifying to God and not just a silhouette, something that's empty, a shell.
1: Yeah, and I, I think that's why I really love this chapter ends with Gilderoy releasing all of these pixies and then not being able to round them up himself and asking Harry, Ron, and Hermione to do it because it really just shows that despite all this fame and fortune, and how wonderful his life appears to be. He is a little bit empty. He's missing something.
0: What are you missing out there, people of God? Let us know, um, and continue to remember. to Put God above all things, and to live your lives to their fullest, but don't let these little bits consume you and become all about you. And we'll see you next week on another exciting episode of The Good News in Harry Potter.